Hello everyone, Jared here, and welcome to A Cup of Tea. Everyone's intelligence has been shaped by distinct personal experiences. If you're curious to shed light on both humanity's collective and intimate truths, then have a seat with an open mind and a full cup, while I examine reality through the blurry lens of my own individual perspective. Chill out with an ice cold sip while I talk about perfection. Well, hello there. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of A Cup of Tea. I'm sure you're noticing something a little different this time. Rather than the sound effect of hot tea being poured into a cup, you heard ice tea? Was that ice cubes being poured into a cup? Well, if that's where you're wondering, well, you're absolutely correct. Welcome to the first episode of A Cup of Tea, Ice Tea. Just to kind of give a brief rundown, Ice tea episodes are special editions of a cup of tea, which are going to chill out a little bit. We're not going to focus so much on facts, references, resources. These episodes are focused more on the individual perspective of whoever happens to be on the show, whether it's a guest, whether it's a host, myself, someone else. These episodes are really to explore some of the most thought provoking topics and questions without having to consult fact, without having to consult reason, to be a little more on the abstract side of things. And to kick things off, I wanted to talk about something that's deeply personal to me as an individual. And that is perfection. More specifically, the pursuit of perfection in my life. Now, I don't know how many of you follow the Zodiac calendar, but let me just lead off with this. I am a Virgo through and through. And if you know what it means to be a Virgo, you know that basically it implies someone who strives for perfection in everything that they do. And I cannot tell you enough as your host for today that that 100,000% describes me as who I am ever since I can remember. Ever since I was a young boy, I remember needing to feel compelled to do everything the right way, to do everything perfectly. And I kind of wanted to talk about how I have changed from back when I was young to today and how my opinion and how my idea of what perfection is has changed over time and evolved. So when I was younger, perfection to me was something that absolutely needed to be achieved with, with no margin for error. I remember that everything that I did had to have the ideal outcome that I wanted. And you can kind of see right off the bat why that was a bit problematic for me growing up, especially when I was in elementary school, because things just don't go the way that you expect when you're a kid at all. Sometimes they do, but I mean, part of growing up is learning and making mistakes. So surely enough, young Jared, would get very frustrated when things didn't go his way, when people didn't play the games that he wanted to play, when when the outcome wasn't as he anticipated. And it honestly was more of a social thing when I was very young, because I was always striving for perfection in my social relationships, which not a lot of kids in elementary school do. But surely enough, that was just apparently something that I felt compelled to do. Then as I started to get older, it kind of transitioned 
to kind of give some backstory here. I, I wasn't the best student growing up in early elementary school, even late elementary school, I wasn't the best student. And it wasn't until middle school that I really started to care about school and really invest myself in education. Not that I just completely did terrible, but at the same time, I don't think I ever really took it seriously until maybe about seventh grade. And then something happened. It was almost like with a flick of a switch, just everything changed. I was refocused because I was getting to the age where I realized how important it really was to invest in my own education. Long story short, to get into a good college, to be able to have a successful future, and of course, to learn, to learn things. And, and you know, I, I couldn't just skate by like I used to in elementary school. And this led to another phase of my pursuit of perfection. So obviously I spent most of my elementary years striving for social perfection, mostly outside of school uh, with my core group of friends. But then I get into middle school and then all of a sudden it's, it becomes about education perfection, getting straight A's. It became for me about what can I do to get the best grade possible? And I would beat myself up if I didn't, to be completely honest with you. I went through a period, a stretch probably from middle school all the way through senior year of high school where anything less than an A for me was a complete and utter disappointment. Now, obviously it shouldn't be that way, but I am just telling you, the audience, what I felt at that point in time and how important I felt perfection was in that moment. Because to me, the thought process was, I can't screw anything up here because if I make a mistake, I am not proving myself worth and perfection in achieving what I wanted to achieve in accomplishing my goals was a huge part of my self-worth, just like it was when I was a kid. You know, when you're a kid and you're playing imaginary games like I did back in elementary school, you want things to go your way, especially when, when you're someone who's striving for perfection and tries to be a leader of the friend group. So there was that. And then you transition into school in, in middle school and high school for me when all of a sudden now I am stressing out about everything, every assignment, homework, tests, all of that. And mind you, I was someone back in elementary school that never really did their homework <laughs> like they were supposed to. So when I say it was a 180 for me, it really was a 180 going in the right direction, of course. But as what I'm leading up to, I, I definitely had a lot of lessons to learn. Getting into high school is when I'd have to say is when my perfectionistic mentality really got challenged for the first time. And that's when inevitably mistakes were made. And that's really all I'm gonna say. Mistakes, not only socially, but mistakes in my education. And it definitely took a period of my life to recover from that and to learn how to accept that and move past it. So it really started with my core group of friends in high school. We were really, really close all throughout middle school. Some people I had even known since elementary school going into high school. And freshman year, things were awesome. Sophomore year, going into junior year, just was when everything in both of those spheres started to kind of fall apart for me. Quote unquote. I mean, obviously, it, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was at the time, but obviously we're talking high school Jared here, so everything was just dramatic, of course, like any teenager. But I mean, it was a really hard time for me because I started to feel for the first time in my social circle, like I was growing apart 
from my best friends. And it was a really scary thought because here I was, a man striving for perfection in his life and wanting everything to be established. Like I wanted everything to be my way and how I envisioned it going. And at this point in high school, things weren't going the way I envisioned at all. I was starting to see division within my friend group, things that my friend group was engaging in that I didn't like. People who used to be a part of the friend group who are now engaging in drugs, and people who are still part of my main friend group who were changing in a way that I just didn't really see myself aligning with them anymore. Like my interests and our hobbies were growing apart. And I remember that I kind of got to a fork in the road where it was like either I had to accept that things couldn't be in my control anymore, or I had to go. And I, I had to find a new group for me. And, and that was a very scary thought for me because, I mean, being a perfectionist myself, a Virgo, I definitely did not see myself being in this situation. I, I didn't even anticipate being in this situation. But here I was forced to make a decision that went against perfection, that forced me to realize how human I really am still and recognize the humility of the situation that, that not everything goes according to plan. And that was just socially. It, not to mention that education-wise, my grades started to slip a little bit as I got later and later into high school because much like in elementary school, things just weren't coming to me as easy as they used to. Of course, everyone knows that once you start to get towards college, it gets a lot harder. You're expected to carry a lot of the weight yourself. You're expected to do independent research and essentially be your own teacher at times or be your own professor. And that was also something that made me very uncomfortable because in my pursuit for perfection, I thought that once I got to a certain point with my social group and my grades, I thought I could just coast, to be completely honest with you. I, I realized that that sounds like, okay, well, if you're striving for perfection, wouldn't you want to just keep going? And well, of course, but at some point you kind of run out of gas. And I think at that point is when I kind of ran out of gas and I lost motivation because I felt I had achieved these arbitrary goals I set for myself. And then once they started to slip, you know, of course, for all the years I was getting straight A's, my satisfaction was pretty unchanged because nothing was getting better, but nothing was getting worse either. My self-esteem definitely took a big hit once I started to get a couple B's here and there. And then especially once I got to senior year, it all came crashing down when I just had one or two classes, especially one class, but a couple classes where I was really struggling in especially one in particular, I can remember my honors chemistry class, I was not performing even close to my standard. I, I was not even in the same solar system as my standard, just to be completely transparent with you. And then a couple other classes where I realized that there were some missed opportunities and I had to admit to myself that I was struggling. And senior year was already difficult because my friend group which used to be pretty expansive, was now pretty much gone. And at the time, I only had a few connections. So not only was I feeling lonely and isolated besides my family, but I was also in a position where I was realizing that I kind of had to acknowledge my failures as a student. And it was hard. It was something that at first I kind of was just trying to brush off and I was trying to run away from and, and do patchwork. 
And for the most part in high school, I was still able to get by with this broken mentality that I can keep doing what I'm doing with the mindset that I've been having for all these years and still be successful. And being almost stubborn to change because I was convinced that the way I was pursuing perfection was the right way, that it was perfect. When it all came crashing down for me is when I got into college. And my freshman year of college was absolutely horrendous. I just did not perform anywhere near my standard. If I wasn't in the same solar system in high school, I wasn't even in the same galaxy in college, okay? I struggled flat out, and it's because I grew complacent. Like I said, I, even more so than high school, I didn't think that I had to put the work in. I really didn't think I had to put in extra effort because I thought it was already all there for me. I, I was convinced that I was a good student just by doing what I'd done in the past and that it would come to me and that I would, you know, like with my friend group before, everything would just kind of fall into place. And well, that, that didn't happen, clearly. As a matter of fact, I had to drop out of school. It was a very difficult time for me. I, I really only lasted barely a year. I say barely a year because I dropped out a couple weeks before my second semester ended in college. And this was the time about six years ago during the summer that I had to do some really hardcore reflection of myself. And I'd ask myself, well, Jared, what are you trying to achieve here? What, what is the end goal? And I thought to myself, well, I've been having massive failures. I dropped out of college, the college of my dreams, and the major that I always had envisioned myself being involved in and, and growing up in one day to become an architect was not going to come to pass. I, I realized that it, it just wasn't going to work out. Friends that I had before didn't work out. Relationships that I tried to ignite didn't work out. And this could have been arguably the darkest point of my life. I had to, for all intents and purposes, go back to the drawing board with my own life. And what I realized in going back to the drawing board is I didn't have to fundamentally change who I was. What I did have to acknowledge, however, is that my definition of what perfect was and perfection was had to change for me to be happy, for me to be successful, and for me to move forward with my life in a positive manner. Because old Jared, perfection was something that was ethereal. It was without blemishes. It was something that I deserved, I felt, because of the effort that I had put in. And when I was struggling, I was confused as to why. Because what I didn't realize was I was holding myself to such a high standard growing up that I was hindering my performance because when things got harder and things got more stressful and I had to make difficult decisions, I wasn't prepared for them because I wasn't prepared to make mistakes and I wasn't setting myself up for failure in the way that I need to to set myself up for success. And I say that because while no one should try to deliberately fail, everybody should try to succeed and acknowledge their failure. I think that was the thing that I really had to overcome was realizing that, hey, you know what? Failure is a tool for success. Mistakes are a tool for quote unquote perfection. And 
for somebody who tried to be perfect for so many years, I finally had to look myself in the mirror and say, you're not perfect. You never will be, but it's okay if you aren't. And you could still try to be perfect, quote unquote, but don't be disappointed if you're not. You know, don't be disappointed if things don't work out. Always look forward and, and look for how you can rebound from negative circumstances. How can I, as an individual, change and adapt my mindset to be successful? And that right there is when I realized what perfection truly is, at least for me as an individual. It's not the textbook definition where it says that there must not be any mistakes or there must not be any blemishes. For Jared, for myself, being perfect meant doing the best that I can in my circumstances and giving it all, giving it everything that I have, while still acknowledging that I might come up short. And if I do, that's completely okay because I'm a human being and there's no realistic way for me to move forward unless I make mistakes as they're inevitable and I use them to learn and grow and improve. And for the first time in my life, I truly acknowledge that. And I finally came to terms with the fact that sometimes trying to be perfect means accepting the opposite of perfection, to have blemishes, to have mistakes, and to have to atone for things that went wrong. So altogether, that change in mentality led to me not only returning to school, but getting a job, setting real tangible goals for myself to move up in that company. And eventually I achieved all the goals that I wanted to. I achieved the job that I had envisioned myself having. I graduated as I envisioned myself doing. And also what I ended up getting was the best social circle that I could have ever imagined having for myself. Well, it isn't the one I necessarily envisioned myself having back in high school, it most certainly is the one that I needed right now and into the future. And then I also look around at myself and see that I've built a beautiful family. I now have a wife and a daughter. And these are all concepts that, to be honest with you, I couldn't have even imagined myself having say five years ago, back when I was still on hiatus from school, trying to bust my butt to move up in my career and trying to reestablish myself socially in the world. I think it's a lesson that taught me that life isn't always the smoothest journey. You can't always build the perfect path in front of you to move forward. Sometimes you have to take the path less traveled and go off road a little bit. Sometimes you have to pass a tough situation or hike over a tough spot to get to where you need to be. Not necessarily where you want to be. And now today, I can say with 100% confidence that I am absolutely thrilled with how I perceive perfection today. And I wouldn't make any changes to it. Because you know what? My definition of perfection is who I am and it's what's gotten me here to today. And I know that as a human being, I'm going to continue to change. I'm going to continue to evolve. And what my definition of perfect might be today may not be the same definition of perfect I have in the future. 
But the overall ideology and principle is the same, that I will be flexible for myself moving forward, that I will learn and understand my mistake in a situation and be able to pivot to move forward successfully in a positive manner and not hold myself back because I don't feel like I'm enough. Now, of course, I think it's sometimes I do still in the moment struggle with letting go and realizing that, dang, this just didn't work out and not trying to beat myself up too much and not trying to affect myself self too much. But again, the lessons that I've learned previously have made that job so much easier for me. I'm able to overcome challenges today that I, again, I don't think that old Jared would have been able to do just with that old mentality of perfection. And as a whole, for me, I have another mantra I like to live by, and that is everything happens for a reason. And that is always true, no matter what. The universe is always consequential, and not all events are initiated by you or propagated by you. Sometimes you're going to have circumstances or situations that you find yourself in that are not directly attributable to you, and that's okay. I think as human beings and as a human race, we need to collectively realize that we're interdependent on one another. And I'll turn this into a global point of view now. Because we're all in this together is exactly why we are so powerful when we come together. Because collectively, we can do it. We can tell ourselves that we can learn from our mistakes. And we can use that as a learning lesson for future generations. And I think that's a beautiful thing about the pursuit of perfection. As a society, and even us as individuals, should always strive for perfection in some degree, in some way. Because at the end of the day, while we won't end up perfect, we will end up a better version of ourselves for tomorrow. And again, the other important thing to realize with that, like I said, is not only realizing that we can be better human beings and better society by always trying to get better and making constant improvements, but also just realizing that, hey, sometimes things happen that are out of your control and you just have to deal with it. I believe personally that if more individuals and society as a whole could operate that way, that we could really make positive change broader and with greater impact than we have ever done before. Because we do have the power and the ability to be aligned. I just believe that everybody needs to see the virtue in the pursuit of perfection. Whatever that may mean to you. It may mean training a little harder each day. It may mean studying a little harder each day. It may mean going out and making a new friend. It may mean picking up a new hobby. It may mean getting better an existing hobby. It may mean reinvesting time in your communities or in your family or in your friends or yourself. Self-care is very important for self-worth. And don't let external factors get you down either. Problematic as they could be, just do everything that you can to realize that you can only control what you can control. And I think that is the lesson that I want to wrap up today's podcast with is that trying to be perfect is okay. As long as you realize that you won't always be perfect and that you can really only get better at the things that you can control. What is your definition of perfection? Think about it. And if you have a chance, let me know at ACOP Podcast on Twitter. 
In general, what I can say I've learned is that it's okay to pursue perfection, but not be perfect at the same time. And while your values, ideas, and plans give you your personality, remember that it's your mistakes which teach you, build you, and grow you to be the person that you are today. And mistakes are meant to continually change you positively to make you a better person and a better human being tomorrow. You'll never be perfect, but remember, you don't have to be. Because having a few flaws and quirks is what makes you a human being. And that's what makes all of us special. Thank you. Thanks for listening about perfection. If this podcast is your cup of tea and you enjoy this iced tea, then please subscribe for the latest freshly brewed ice cold content. As always, let your thirst for curiosity leave you feeling enlightened.